What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And Kev on stage. And start it off to the right for another installment of... Righteous and Ratchet and Righteous and Ratchet and Righteous and Ratchet and Righteous and Ratchet is here. There we go. Bum. Ah, good to be back. Bum. Stop. Good to be back. You got some lint in your beard. Oh. There you, you got go. some uh, open spaces in your beard. Right, but you see it connect all the way. <laughs> I'm thoroughly impressed. It ain't impressed. filled in yet, but it's connecting all the way. Yes, a little engine that could, a little beard that could. <laughs> Baby beard gang. Yeah, man, get that thing going on. Baby uh, Shout out to the Patreons. Shout out to the Patreons. We, we love back. y'all. Yes. We, uh, Josh, can we send this episode we'll, to them we'll, early? Uh, yeah. Let's upload this clip to them tonight. We're, oh, show, yeah. we're shooting this on Sunday in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a show tonight before we head off to New York. And the Patreons will be watching this today. Yeah. On Sunday, they don't have to wait till Wednesday because they visited www.righteousandratchet.com, so they usually get to get get the episodes early. Yeah, while we're shooting live in LA. Oh, you know what? But this is even earlier than usual. But you know what else they get? What? A bonus episode every week. A bonus episode every week. And you too can partake in this. Just go and sign up. It's as low as five dollars a month. Low as five dollars a month. We're trying to get it. We're gonna go on the road later this year. We had an episode. We talked movies with Tony Baker. Oh yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) Good time. So uh, if you want to support. Head on over to Patreon, and if you don't, we'll see you every Wednesday. We got you. Let me starting off today on a bit of a somber I'm, note. It's it's it somber, is, is it somber. It's anger, and I'm gonna tell you what. Outrage, selective outrage, mm-hmm. because of selective coverage. Okay. The situation in Sudan. Mm-hmm. Um, has been brewing for a couple months, actually. Right. I kind of feel a little bit embarrassed because I didn't really know about it until people started actually. Uh, Josh turned his um, uh, thing blue, mm-hmm. his uh, profile picture blue, mm-hmm. and then I saw a couple more blues, and I was like, that's the, only way, that's the only reason I had even seen it at all was on social media. People like talking about it, and then it made me be like, oh, it's yeah, just like I, I had saw, thing. honestly, I saw the blue mm-hmm. before anything. I saw like, you know, and and I was reading it, but I didn't really. Um, like research it like right, that, right, and then right. I started seeing more and more. Actually, let me backtrack. I didn't. I saw Josh, and I was like, okay, this now Josh is finding out something. Home, yeah, yeah. So, but what was crazy to me is it is a full scale beginning of a massacre oh. in Sudan. There was a genocide. genocide. There was a dictator, Omar um, Al Bashir, I think. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if that's his name, but he was mm-hmm. a dictator who was he basically uh, ruled Sudan for 30 years. Right, since 1989. 1989. Fairly young. Yeah, they've only been independent for like 63 years. Yeah, 63 years. Uh, So, and so, you know, almost half of that was was this dude. War crimes, he was responsible for the genocide in Darfur, Darfur, which I remember, I didn't realize it was the same person. Right. And then, um, uh, he was ousted by protesters, Mm -hmm. okay? a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Now they had put in a transitional military government and the military government was just literally killing just people. I don't even understand like why like what the purpose of doing it is. I mean cuz I definitely fear. Uh-huh. Fear. Yeah. Fear. Fear by you you can rule by fear. But they're talking about this guy had got had had killed over like hundreds and thousands of people. That's because dictators hundreds and thousands, that's a lot of people. Dictators and the people who support them don't usually want to give over to democracy. Because that's what the people of Sudan want is democracy. Mm. And the dictators, the generals and stuff like that, they're like, nah. So apparently Egypt Mm. was ruled by a dictator for a long time, had democracy for a year, and then went right back to being ruled by a dictator. Right, right, right. Right, so uh, Sudan doesn't want to face that same thing, so they're like, look, bro, we don't come this far, we are trying to overtake them. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, hundreds of people are dying, mm-hmm. people are being raped, killed in the street, protesters, right. Thrown in the civilian. river, thrown in the river, that's Thrown just... in the river, Wow, bro. and yeah. you don't really hear about it. At Why? least I didn't, outside of social media. But you would just think that, I mean, we, you would think that you and I would hear about these things more than the average person, just because we're so tapped into the news and what's going on. I'm, I and mean, I didn't, I'm not even, like, what? I'm usually pretty aware on most subjects. Right, like right. I feel like I was I was way late on on Sudan. Mm-hmm. I was uh actually I should say I kinda had heard about it, but I didn't understand the depths right. of what happened and what was beginning, you know, mm-hmm. or what was the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the thing that kind of upset me is the selective coverage of the news. Like the American news mm-hmm. covers things actually like the, let's back the, up and go to the world news. Right, right. Cathedral of Notre Dame burned down. Right. Burned down. 
couple months ago. And that's all I heard. It completely burned down. And that's no. all I heard. It was like somebody had like something. No. It was just. I, and I've, I've been there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Oh, Don't you get brought me the wrong. hunchback back. You have a hunchback still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I thought the serious subject would prevent. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Okay, no, okay. I didn't see it coming. Okay, 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 you shouldn't okay. apologize. Okay, okay. It was great. Well, I had one more. I just one more. Uh, You're not a dictator. You're a dictator. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. But seriously, okay. Okay. So back to the so back to the the, the Notre Dame thing. All right. Go ahead. So like I was like, oh dang, that's crazy. Right. That's sad. Right. But, but it wasn't nothing like. Oh, it literally, is a building. But you were hearing about it constantly. No, no. Not only did you hear about it constantly, Mm -hmm. which you did, Mm -hmm. they raised over a billion dollars in like a weekend to repair a cathedral. It is gorgeous. It is historic. I get that. But people are dying. And it was really amazing to see how much money can be raised when people are like, I mean, it was billionaires from all over the globe. It's like, oh, well, there's a lot of, there's infrastructure problems in Flint. Ah, ah, but where, but the money, where can we get the money? Do you know that in San Francisco, I saw this stat, one in 11,600 people in San Francisco is a billionaire. That is just ridiculous. 11,000, though, boy. One in 11,000? Is a billionaire. Billionaire. So the money is in America to repair the the flint. Yes, and I'm gonna tell you what happens when the news is covering things that are black and brown, Mm -hmm. or that affect black and brown people. Mm -hmm. It's not covered the same way when it's white people, and that's just far and wide in America, in the globe. If if the thing that was happening in Sudan Mm -hmm. was happening in England, Mm -hmm. right. There's no but, way you wouldn't hear about it every single day of, you know absolutely. what I'm saying, if it was white people yes. getting killed. I'll give you another example. We were sitting in Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. I was having lunch with Melissa's dad, mm-hmm. and I saw this commercial, right? And it was a, it was a white lady. She was a cop in her, in her uniform and in her cop car. Okay. And she was saying, she had a little iPad of her daughter playing. Mm-hmm. She was saying how her daughter had died from the opioid crisis, mm-hmm. right? And, and then it pans out, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, you know, all those tiles of all right. these white people's faces in black and white talking about loved ones they lost mm-hmm. or who were struggling with the opioid crisis. Right. And I thought to myself, I remember the 1980s. The crack era? Was No, no, but was it a crack crisis? Mm-hmm. Or was it the crack epidemic? epidemic. That's what it was. It was the crack epidemic, epidemic right. which mm-hmm. led to three strikes law, which mass led to incarceration, mass incarceration. Unfair sentencing. Unfair sentencing, which harmed who? Blacks. Black and brown Browns. people mm-hmm. way more than white people. I mean, and if you even want to go further to into that, I mean, there was a bunch of cocaine and stuff being dropped off in the hood. Black folks ain't got no planes and boats. How's it getting here? But the I digress. Government, right. The CIA, right. we, we've talked about this a couple times on the right. podcast, mm-hmm. but the government uses drug money or mm-hmm. has used and probably still does mm-hmm. drug money to 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 do nefarious activities in other countries. Right. They can't just use taxpayer money mm-hmm. to overthrow government. So what they do is, here goes some cash, here goes some guns, mm-hmm. go ahead and do that, kick us back, and they'll and use that. So just... they, man, if you've seen this movie, uh, for, it was Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. It was about, about, the, about the guns? Yes. About the, oh, War Dogs. War Dogs. War Dogs. Excellent movie. movie. It was about Side how item. the United States... Oh, my God. Oh, you, you were going to say something? I was going to say, I just love Fat Jonah in movies. Skinny Jonah, I can't do so You're much. fat shaming. No, but Fat Jonah... He doesn't no. like that. He doesn't? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Would you like that? When you I get down to 215... No, I wouldn't. I remember when we were early in our friendship. <laughs> early. Uh, I said something, and you called me on it, and I felt really bad about it. What is it? You're like, man, you're my, you're my new funny fat friend. Because I had, in my life, I had always had a friend you said that, that was to me? Big. Yeah, you were like, bro, why can't I just be your friend? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was just like, why would I say You're that right, to man. Him? I'm wrong. I shouldn't have said that about it. But I yeah. love Jonah in that movie, and yeah, I didn't were... like 21 Jump Street. Yeah, but that's just a movie, because he was thin in something, he was great. But anyway, okay, we're right, right, right. Okay. That the was a great movie is, yeah. about this stuff, yeah. Uh, the United States cannot be seen mm. to deal arms with certain countries, mm-hmm. so they hire literally, right. hire mm. Um, arms dealers to do it, right? Yeah. So it's when it's an industry. opioid crisis, why is it an opioid crisis? Because it, it, it affects, affects people in rim. middle America. Mm-hmm. This, the heroin, I, I remember watching uh, documentaries on uh, CBS, mm-hmm. um, the heroin crisis for suburban moms. We've got to help them. Why do we have to help people who are on crack? It's just really sad to even know that the world is like that. And, and let me ask this, because I know, and you know I'm not, you know, the biggest proponent, and that's not even a proponent, I'm not the biggest, I don't be, huh? Advocate. I don't mean knowing a lot of stuff. But I'm not the biggest person that be knowing stuff about politics and stuff. But who picks the stuff that we get involved with 
as far as wars go. Because from what I understand, America is like distancing themselves from the Sudan thing. Like, ah, we just kind of America going to fall back, friend. I'm going to tell you who picks. <laughs> who picks? The people we fight who see a vested monetary interest in a certain thing. So if there's something Iraq, that we could, uh-huh. Iraq. Oil, oh, we up in here. Right, it's we all need democracy. Right. We gonna help y'all with democracy. Ain't no oil. Y'all got that. Like, right. that's, just, that's just crazy. What just, resource can we pilfer? None? That's, a, that's the I thing that I be just throwing me off because I just be like, well, when it does come to those decisions and when we do get involved in things that aren't our thing, because I know we do that a lot. Yeah. We're not gonna help. Like, there's hundreds of people getting murdered in the street. We don't feel the need to... Hopping it Absolutely. That's why I don't be understanding politics. I just, it don't make sense to me. Oh, well, if you are expecting it to make sense, then you'll never understand. Yeah. You understand that most of it is led by the dollar sign, mm-hmm. and the rest is led by the cent sign. I mean, well, that's all it really boils down to. really what it boils down well, to. And it's unfortunate. Somebody commented um, on my Instagram, and I hadn't talked about Sudan yet, and this mm-hmm. is just really about social media. And they're like, Kev, um, why haven't you know, I made a video. I don't remember what it was about. And they're mm-hmm. like, why haven't you talked about the Sudan thing? And I, at that point in time, I was aware of it, but I was still researching it. Because mm-hmm. we had talked about talking about this, but we were like, we should know yeah, more. Yeah, because right. it, situations like this, and this is just for everybody watching or mm-hmm. listening. Right. One, I don't like to talk about serious things that I'm not informed enough Absolutely. to even make a a qualified opinion or right. feeling. Like I I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to know. Especially what's going when it comes on. to serious matters. Yeah, now because I don't want to be know, wrong some... about. It. I don't want to be loud and wrong about something. Right. And the second thing is, I very rarely put those videos like on Instagram or Twitter because mm-hmm. it's hard to have really nuanced conversations in that short time. On span. short time, right, 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 right. like it's hard to fit enough talk about you know Sudan mm-hmm. in a in an Instagram video. I usually right. reserve those for the podcast or Periscope mm-hmm. for the bonus episodes because usually, you can expound your opinion or exactly. your view on it. That because what's going to happen is you try to fit that into 60 seconds or 2 minutes and you can't get then the whole thing. You'll go the wrong direction. Yeah, and I also I, I never want to seem to be like um capitalizing on tragedy on tragedy. Right, right, right. I, I definitely will talk about my feelings mm-hmm. when I have an opportunity and we were Together. we were traveling i was mm-hmm. in mexico there was no I, I was in mexico when like this whole thing was brewing mm-hmm. so there was no american news there was no world news uh going on it was literally like mostly soccer and like two channels like the food network and stuff like that so i was and i wasn't on social media as much as i usually am because right. i mean i had my toes in the sand yeah you see the results toes out? thugs don't be having their toes out bro no no i don't want to see them Bro, we should never see another man's toes. Why? Cause it's just Toxic weird. masculinity. No, it ain't. Nah, it is. I don't want to see your toes, Why? man. Why? Cause I'm from the streets. But this is what we will say. As far as the whole Sudan thing, prayers and Sudan. I said, what did I say? Sudan. Sudan. Actually, I don't even know. The whole Sudan. I just like correcting you. Yeah, you dummy. <laughs> the whole Sudan situation. Our prayers and hearts go out to them and their, you know, to families and people involved. And I hope that this. Gets resolved, and it just, it's just one of those things where it's just, and I'm you know, looking for the 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 silver lining, but I'm just like, oh, this is I think tough. one thing that we have to remember, too, when we talk about stuff like this, mm-hmm. sometimes just us talking about it is spreading awareness. Right. And awareness is the opportunity for more people to know about something they didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can decide if you want to help. There's organizations that right. you can donate money to. And it's important to speak about it because they're like... There's no, they don't have any communication yeah, to the outside world. Like, all they, yeah, they cut down the internet. And yeah. The protests they're doing, they're peaceful, but they're yeah. still getting ran up on. That's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like they're not even provoking anything too heavily. And one yeah. of the biggest things they're fighting for is like women's rights. Yeah. Like, just... It's not like they're coming out of pocket in the sense of like what they're trying to do. Absolutely. To bring in democracy. But yeah. like that conversation, I think just having conversations like this and just more awareness of it. Awareness is important and that's mm-hmm. why I decide I usually wait to talk about that stuff because mm-hmm. when you have a big platform like I do, mm-hmm. you have to be responsible with it. Mm. Which means you have I mean yeah. you have a hundred yeah. you have a hundred thousand on Instagram. Yeah. If you spread in misinformation, which maybe you think is correct or I think is correct mm-hmm. on any subject, mm-hmm. people are gonna take that as true. Exactly. You know and a lot of times people just take <laughs> what, what your hot take is they don't even go and delve into the whole thing. So if you're exactly. wrong and you're standing on something wrong, you can look buffoonish as a monk. Buffoonish and coonish. So yeah. So moving on. Uh, let's talk about this really briefly because I know it actually ties into uh, to what we're talking about. Our weight loss competition is heating up. It is. I want you to know that it's not going to be as easy as a lay down. I, I never said you. it was easy. No, I think that you did. I think that you don't view me as a formidable opponent. 
And I'm definitely coming back to get you. I was trying to uh, do a smooth transition into this. Hold on, keep, you keep on. You got it. But um, but <laughs> we are we are officially we are officially ten weeks away from the final weigh-in. So I'm not gonna even give you the competitive edge to let you know what I'm at weight wise. Just know it's lower than last time we talked. I thought that you would kind of give me a little bit more jazz about it, but <laughs> gee, but, but no. But one thing that I have learned in this whole process is that uh, getting in shape isn't necessarily about just losing weight. It's no. actually about getting healthier, mm-hmm. learning healthier habits, and feeling better about yourself. Now Noom is here to help give you confidence in making healthy decisions. Now, Noom teaches you to do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. With Noom, no food is good or bad or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you would like. Mm. So you know how we got this whole thing going on. You know, we deal with that when we when we deal with our or, uh, you said this this morning. You were like, man, there's only so many times I can eat salmon and vegetables. I said salmon. I <laughs> never would say salmon. <laughs> but you know what you said? Like, yeah, you know I, what had said? Salmon, I had salmon and quinoa three times in two days. From the same restaurant. From the same restaurant. And that's why I think sometimes people mess up because then you just be like, I, this is just no way to live. Yes. And then people fall off of their You've stuff. You've been juicing every day. I, I've been juicing and I've been I'm working out. I've been you. trying to get my thing going. Now how? Now when it, you put bacon in a, in a blender, it's not really juicing, but still juice. <laughs> juice none the least. But now like, actually like, I've actually been rocking with Noom a little bit and I've been actually like, kind of like, when should I have a juicer? Mm. Maybe I'll have a hamburger. So different things. So it's definitely helped me and get ready to be true so now listen you don't have to change it all in one day small steps make big progress sign up for your trial today at noom.com backslash ratchet what do you have to lose visit noom.com backslash ratchet to start your trial today that's noom noom dot com backslash ratchet the last weight loss program you are ever going to need so now let's talk about this speaking of new first time champions in the national basketball association the toronto raptors somebody, have won. somebody on twitter said that drake is a rapper and an actor he's a raptor i saw that wow <laughs> i love twitter man wow i love twitter I, the only negative for me about the Raptors winning is Drake. Really? I need some chips Whoa. with the dip. I need my chips with the dip. No. I don't want my chips playing. I mean, what, what is He's that? He's an ambassador for the city. What does I need my chips with the dip? I don't it means like chip, a, it means man. a chip. Like I'm, he's excited. He's a fan. I want Drake. He's great to for the know. game. You can't tell me that Drake did not bring a lot more excitement to the finals this year. He With brought all a lot his more annoyingness. He, he was getting broke. Why is he doing press conferences? <laughs> because man, this is what it bothered me. After the game six, <laughs> you saw his press conference. This dude, he was walking like he was tired. This, <laughs> no, no, he walked out. The, he walked out the arena like that. After he won the championship, he comes out. He got a press conference set up, which I get. Right. He's Drake. The media's gonna ask him stuff. Right. This dude, but this is what bothered me. Listen, man, we we went through this. We will this. Look at my brothers up on that. Screen. We went through. Who is we? Uh, you weren't shooting with them in the gym. Him of all people should know that if you're not shooting with them in the gym, you can't celebrate. But this is the thing. This, this, is what, no, no. Okay. this didn't yield no points. <laughs> this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's go, guys. But what about his uh, his his very troubled reaction when KD went down? Oh, you you know what? I actually feel like he really feels pain for them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he literally has a a KD tattoo. So when Clay got hurt, like, here's the thing, like, this this is another point I wanted to talk about. So Warriors fans were, oh, if we weren't hurt, we would have won. But that, the only reason why hurt. they won their rings was because they always played beat-up teams. It, in every championship run mm-hmm. you in, in their history, you can point to. So when they beat the Cavs, mm-hmm. 
Kevin Love didn't play in the finals at all. Exactly. Kyrie got hurt in game one. It's just literally just them LeBron. versus LeBron. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, mm-hmm. they said injuries are part of the game. And right. I was rooting for LeBron. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because mm-hmm. part of a championship team mm-hmm. is remaining healthy. Mm-hmm. If you can't remain healthy, you don't have your best players to finish the season, then... The game is the game. The game is the game. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. fair. But no, <laughs> but now when KD is hurt and Clay's hurt, mm-hmm. because uh, let me tell you, they wouldn't have been in that game mm-hmm. six without Clay, true, because he put up thirty in three quarters, came back and shot two free throws on a torn ACL. But see, this is the thing, and this is what I really want to talk about. How do you feel about? How, shut up. How do you feel about KD? Here's my thing. Coming I was back. thinking about so this. So if you guys don't know, KD they had an injury. You guys know, but he had a half an injury. He had a, a calf strain, and he was sitting out most of the, the playoffs. They were facing elimination. He decides to come back, b- ruptured his Achilles, which was by far one of the most gruesome uh, injuries. He and Clay literally get. have two of the most hardest to come back rehabbing from. injuries you can so have. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. He was he was in a he was in a catch twenty two. Right. There was already leaking rumors that he was the Warriors staff. No, no, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. that too. That um, he, he's gonna leave, right? right. Which I'm, I'm, I'm sure he probably had. He's weighed that at least. Right. Then they're leaking the Warriors staff is frustrated that he can't return, and yeah. then the Warriors fans are like, "See, you just want to leave healthy, right? Yeah, right?" So now he's already got this reputation for being a snake. His, his rings are already tainted because you joined Not the to ops. Me. But to, to but to a lot of people, they should be tainted to you. No, they. <laughs> if you get beat by three one by a team, and you're like, I have the solution for this. Let me join you guys. That is why. I'm gonna tell you why. Though. That's I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Ring culture, which is which is created by you the know, fans. Ring culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that one, Josh? <laughs> yeah, Josh. He's not being biased today. Uh, yeah, you heard something you like? Uh, ring culture has made people feel like if they don't have rings, they don't have anything, and you're going to judge them based on their ring or But you can't go own. to the best team, though. Why can't you? They because sign them. It's competitive sports. It's just dumb to do that. But that's a whole other conversation. So what do you feel about him coming back like this? So here's the thing. Okay. If he doesn't come back... Mm-hmm. He's just a snake. He doesn't and even he care is about very that. sensitive. And he's super Starts sensitive. Starts burner accounts. Yeah. Listens to all the whispers. <laughs> like he is. The burner a, accounts is the funny thing. He is a ever. sensitive guy that right. listens to everything. So now he comes back, and they win a game, and maybe lose one with him or something like that. So, did anyway, you see the injury? Yeah. When so, they slowed it down, uh, and, I don't know did why. Did you see it, Josh? Yeah. yeah. It was the most gruesome thing. Don't talk about. Don't talk about. This is gross. It's been much grosser. So now I actually think. Outside of this being a devastating injury, I feel like... He's changed the narrative. He's changed the narrative. But it shouldn't have to take you risking your it, career to do that. The, the team, the team mm-hmm. should say, you are not healthy. The athlete is always Did you see the dude to, go up there, the general manager go up there and try to fake some tears out of his oh, face? Oh, if you want to blame somebody, blame, blame me. Okay, yeah, I'm going to blame you, you dork. <laughs> Of course. That's, that's just, awesome. But this, that's this, included of cheating on your wife and being like, you know what? Nobody's perfect. But what if you want to blame dork? someone, blame me. You're the one who did it, you dork. But that's the thing. You know who looks genius in all of this whole situation? Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. The year before was like, y'all not going to play me. They was doing the same thing. Tony yep. Parker was coming out. Yep. People was coming out like he's not for this. organization. He was like, cool, oh, trade me. You don't want to play? Then went to another team and brought the Marine first year? And he was healthy. And that team, I didn't even realize this. He was on like a limited uh, schedule. He didn't 20, even play. He missed 22 games last 22 year. 22 games. That's going to be the norm now oh. of, of the of the NBA. So now, so now the Warriors lose him. And then KD uh, uh, Clay gets hurt, mm-hmm. which on a play, when he fell, um, I got my ACL torn too. It was a very competitive intramural. It was a winging uh, competition. And you slipped off the banister. You slipped off the bar. You trying to get a, a, a living pet, but don't try to lie to these people. You having a great time, guys? <laughs> it was a three on three church tournament. This is dead serious. Really? I got my shot blocked. And Guess her shot blocked? And to add insult to injury, someone caught a picture of the moment and the church put the pictures up like here's our three by three turn or three on three tournament. And I'm like, ah and you can see me getting my shot blocked and my knee. How did it feel out. when it happened? It felt like so you know when you like crack your knuckle? Mm-hmm. It felt like that. Okay. Like you heard like an audible pop. Uh-huh. And then it was just loose. Leaf McGee. Loose. And then I had to fly to El Paso the you next day. You had to walk day. on it? I had to walk on it, and I actually never got surgery. 
Yeah, out here with, you can't just, just my you doctor, can't just put some ice on that. No, you actually it will repair itself. It will take. So were you just limping for a long time? A long time. I couldn't, play, the, that, I couldn't play basketball at a high level anymore. I that is the most ratchet thing I've ever heard you say. You just let a ACL heal itself? It, your body will heal itself. That, you're supposed to go through a whole surgery and a thing. If you're going to maintain being a high-level playing athlete, but me... You were a high-level playing athlete? No, no, that's what the doctor oh, okay. was like. He's uh, like, are you about to... Like, oh, so regular people don't have to get surgery? No, you could get... Oh. It, with that injury, your body can repair. Just like a broken leg or broken arm. Like, if you set it, your arm will repair itself. Really? So if yeah. I broke my arm and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna stay out before a little bit, it'd be better. I mean, I think you have this because think about back in the day, Civil War and all that stuff. Like people didn't have modern medicine. And I stuff. think about that all the time. Like, what did people who had headaches deal with in cave days? They were- like, I wasn't no aspirin. Like, well, I think they were. <laughs> what did you do? You know, like, oh, God, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but you didn't get no relief. <laughs> Is that what you think, Kate? People That's talk a, absolutely. <laughs> what if they had a medicine cabinet in there and it was just leaves? <laughs> uh, take two of these with some hot water. In them. But I think they were like pulling the the medicine out of. They probably were smoking weed. You know they had to be smoking. They had to be smoking that weed. The weed. And so. Keeping it on the basketball note, though, so that was the so shout out to the Raptors and shout out no the most important thing that I took from the Raptors winning we got two new songs from Drizzy Drake and they were worthy fire. Let's talk about our favorite lines from the song. I don't have any. R- did you listen to the first one? You make me not like Drake. Why I make you? You not- just love him so much. He's so great. You just kiss that's, your phone when the song Jay comes Cole out. With his fans. Yeah, is it? Oh yeah, people who. I, I like J. Cole. so much, it makes it annoying for everybody else. And it's like, all right, yeah. get it. Every Man, time Drake, a Drake song comes out here, it's still like, um, Shut Drake, up. I'm, I'm, Did you hear the song with him and Rick Ross, Money in, Put Money in the Grave? You had Money in the Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting for I that have, one. Yeah, I've been getting popped all day. Shut up. Well, next, saying to basketball, though. Oh, well, no, Drake, wasn't Drake talking about he don't like Benihana's and he don't like... He said uh, Benihana's is pigeon food. I would never eat Benihana's again. You ain't eat it. I'll be eating Benihana's. You ain't no eat no Benihana's. I'll be eating Benihana's. What do you get? What do you get? The shrimp fried rice and a steak. <laughs> It'd be lit, but now it's pigeon food. Once oh, no, Drake no. speaks. What's, cheese- <laughs> wow. What's Cheesecake Factory? What do you think about that? He works, he works for Cheesecake Factory. Wow. Oh my God. Somebody Drake on Twitter, is law. Somebody on Twitter said that Cheesecake Factory is just Applebee's in a lace front wig. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. And uh, they said, and I'll add, you can see the lace. <laughs> but think about Cheesecake Factory, they're the jack in the box of. Chain restaurants. They actually are. It's just too many things assessment. on the menu. But nothing superb. Though, if you Jack in the Box is making breakfast all day, egg rolls, teriyaki bowls, and burn, you can't make and tacos. They have mozzarella sticks. Like, what do y'all think y'all that's are? That's what I'm saying. Cheesecake factory. Jalapeno poppers. Yes. They be lit though. And they well, they, they cook everything in the same grease. Yeah. All the everything. Jerk black pepper shrimp though is fire. I don't make, care what anybody was oh, that a Cheesecake Factory or yes, a Jack in the Box? That is a brown bread. Oh, See, you don't even know which one's at which. See? I don't even know if that menu item is at Jack in the Box or Cheesecake Factory. That easily could have been a Jack in the Box new item. But Applebee's got the rib tips. Riblets. Riblets. Ooh. I lived my high school and early college years at Applebee's. They used to have um, happy hour mm-hmm. where you could get half off wings. Ooh. And there was many a night after church we was up in there eating wings for two or three bucks. And then one day we went there like, hey, you got to buy a soda now to, to do that. We're Check like, all right. Uh, it's been, it's been real. <laughs> I didn't go to Applebee's for years <laughs> after that. But uh, keeping on with the uh, Basketball Association. Yes. LeBron James, the greatest MG or GM of our generation, has now acquired Anthony Davis. And if, you were, if you were a basketball player, your name would be LaFlon James. Man, there's the mess. <laughs> LaFleur James? Another guy that didn't I got the play, and I was like, oh, he's going to murder. LaFleur La- La- James? LaFleur? You know what Flan is? It's a Mexican dessert set. LaFleur James? I know what Flan is. I hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, LaFleur James. You sat on an airplane and didn't go like, to sleep. Mm, you was like, ooh, this is going to happen. Why did you think that was going to work? Because I thought it was clever and a quick... Maybe the other stuff he said was funnier. It's all good. But in any event, he got Anthony Unibrow Davis. Oh, we are back. We back, man. Lakers are back. You're saying we. You're like, from Sacramento. Like Your nation. boy has forsaken the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Sacramento what? <laughs> L.A., baby. I've been there 10 years now. You don't like the Sacramento Burger Kings? <laughs> <laughs> See, I just thought of that. Uh, you said on a terrible joke. It's the stuff that comes to you. So you've been a Laker fan for what one season? Yeah, just as I. But am. this is the I'm thing. I'm a though. LeBron fan. 
LeBron. LeBron. Whatever team he's on, I like them. They're going to be really good. And now that the Warriors are looking... Let me go back to the finals for one second. Steph Curry cannot carry a team. No. He He can't carry it. He went (laughs) 0 for... He's 0 for 8 in the playoffs with 20 seconds or left. The go-ahead field goal. He was over seven. I was watching the game with Melissa. Matter of fact, me and Josh were watching it at a bar at the hotel, and they closed. Fourth quarter starting, like the bar is closed at the hotel downstairs. Like, fam, it's the NBA Finals. Like, man, go home. <laughs> so I was watching with Melissa, and I was like, watch what's gonna happen. They're gonna get one more shot. It's gonna go to Steph, and he's gonna miss. Because I've watched a lot of games where Steph. You know how this Steph, movie ends. Steph's skill is helping blow you out. Yes. Wait, but he, you know what he does? And you know, I've realized this the more I watch him play. He has such training wheels around his game and what I mean by that he when you have a Kevin Durant when you have a Clay yeah he shoots really bad shots all the time but he shoots so many he just starts to make them he makes a lot but when it's crunch time it's, oh and he, he disappeared in a lot of finals games oh, yeah. he disappeared now when one of the finals games he went for 46 he he hooped but uh he the yeah, Kevin lost thing. that game so when they lost to the Cavs mm-hmm. Kyrie bop, bop, mm-hmm. dotted his eye. And remember then, LeBron blocked the shot? No, he, that was Iggy. Uh, no? No, it was Iggy. Andre No, I'm talking about when LeBron blocked Steph Curry. They looked at him like he was talking, oh, talking, like, talking about at the end of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steph was just looking. He was just like, uh, LeBron yeah, yeah, looked eight yeah. feet tall with yeah. that. Um, and then this, so Kevin Love guarded him mm-hmm. when he needed to get a shot off. And mm-hmm. he, he couldn't get that. Or he got the shot off, but he missed. Right. And then he missed again this, uh, this past finals. And he, can't he gets him. off. He, he gets Here's off. Here's my question to you. Would you put him on the same level as LeBron? No. He's not even. What tier would you put him on? Second what other tier. I, I, you know, that, that's why I like when I look back at when he was getting unanimous MVPs. Yeah. No, he deserved that. Uh, okay. Regular season MVP, he absolutely okay, yeah, deserved right, that. Yeah, regular yeah. Season. But, but he no. has had zero finals MVPs. Yes. And I do believe that he shrinks when the lights go up. He's, 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 he's calm alone. He's Dirk Nowitzki until he no. won that. No, oh, until he won okay. that championship. I was about to say. No, but he's just great. He's Peyton Manning yeah. in the regular season. Yeah, but Peyton Manning won a ring. But you know what I mean, though. Like, he won two rings. Yeah, actually. but you, he's Patrick. You know what I mean? He yeah, be yeah, no, no, I, I be agree. Because in the pressure time, when they so the Warriors uh, two years ago maybe mm-hmm. when they're down three one mm-hmm. to Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Clay brought them back from glory. Exactly. And Clay brought them back the other night when they were losing game five. Clay single handedly brought them back. Bang, bang, bang. Clay kept them in the game in game six. And when Clay went down, I was like. Curry, here's your chance. And he didn't do they it. They just needed one shot from him in the fourth quarter. And he quarter. been making he all went, them circus oh, trick shots. He went mouthpiece in the mouth in the beginning. Oh, Half man. court, he sky went hook. 0 for four. He got that one free throws because he tripped on his own feet. The refs gave him that, and he hit his free throws. But he couldn't hit. They needed just one three from him. And, and you know that that's messed with him. I think that's about to get in his head. I think it's about to get in his got head. So you know what's Absolutely. getting in my head? What's getting in your head? That Great big head of yours. Shipping. Because oh. merch is a huge part of our business. It is. We got merch on the road. Mm-hmm. We got merch back home. Mm-hmm. We got a whole merchandise operation. Mm-hmm. And when you're selling online and having to ship orders like we are with Righteous and Ratchet merch, things can get time-consuming and expensive. Mm-hmm. There's so many shipping characters to choose from, it can get overwhelming. So it's hard to know when you're making the right choice. What do I do, no boy? Let me tell you guys that ShipStation is the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. We've been using it for our merch for a couple of months now, Mm -hmm. and we've been able to see clearly how many orders have been sent out versus how many orders we have to send. And it's really helpful, and what else is really helpful is knowing what's selling. Mm -hmm. Oh, we gotta order this in medium and Mm -hmm. this in large. You know what, this in 3X ain't really moving. Mm -hmm. So let's bring those down, that's really, really helpful. So Mm -hmm. no matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. You can even run it from your telephone machine. Mm It's really easy and clear and also offers some really cool features like being able to track sales trends. It works with all major characters, USPS, FedEx, UPS, Mm. even Amazon Fulfillment, which is very important because they're taking over the world. And you can compare and contrast the best shipping solution for you and your customer. And they even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Mm. And right now, for you, our loyal listeners and viewers, Righteous and Ratchet listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the promo code RR. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial with, <laughs> without even enter, entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in RR. Uh, That's thank you, ShipStation.com. Josh. Then enter the promo code RR. RR. 
Shipstation.com. Make ship happen. Right. And you got your and own the, thing going on, the chip station I that mean, you've been putting together. You did together. that before. You did hip station. Ah. That one worked. Ah, chips, can't win them all. Chips actually sound delicious right now. I'm hungry. I, I hungry. I bet you're hungry. You gonna get some more juice? How much juice are you gonna do? I might have to juice a steak at this point. <laughs> I need something different. Here's my thing about you. I, w- I want to let you learn a little, little secret on the weight loss championship. And I didn't even want to tell you. Uh-oh. Do you know who Phil Ivey is? No. Okay, Phil Ivey is a world-famous poker player, mm-hmm. and he just has a master class out on, um, on master class on how to play poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Ivey said something, and it's made me realize what I bet you. Phil Ivey says, you're not betting poker. You're not betting the hand. You're not playing the hand. You're playing the player. You just spit, right, spit out your face. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. You're playing the player. Uh-huh. So when I bet you, I'm not betting that you can't beat me. Mm-hmm. I'm betting that you haven't been on tour and you don't realize how hard it is to sustain is a good workout regimen and eating regimen and rest regimen over the course of these months. It's very I didn't bet. I've seen you lose weight. Mm-hmm. And you, and I, but what I did is I didn't tell you that. <laughs> I played up, you can't do it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. This and that. And deep down inside, I'm like, this man don't know how tired he gonna be. And look at where we're at right now. In mm-hmm. Memphis, you see what's next to us? A, shop, a sub shop. There's a IHOP. There's fast food. There ain't no juicing places. Even you want to keep, there ain't no Whole Foods out here. So what you're saying is, it's all good, just wipe the thousand dollars off when you got to finish the bet? Oh, man, you's a good dude, man. Absolutely not. You kept me me accountable. So I was in, and when I went to Mexico, I was like, bro, I'm not working out at all. Uh But I was in. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I was sitting in that hotel room like, I know Doughboy's working out. Oh, I was getting it. So I went to my room. Left my wife, who was sleeping, and, she, and I knew it was hard for me because she, when you're sleeping good, she, when I would leave for the gym, she'd be like, All right. you know, when you're sleeping good, <laughs> and you just tuck in. Right. And I went to the gym. I seen that five of six days, and that's what I feel like this is all about. We're all making each other better, from me to you. You see, to here, here looks great. To here's been intermittent fasting, killing it, twelve to eight. Yeah, and you don't even been, switch on the time zones. It, bruh, and it's been tough. Right. So I think, um... We're all you know, getting better. Bruh, and this listen. is a 1X shirt, so... And I... You understand that? And, uh, and one... Actually, so when the tour's over, mm-hmm. I can really, like, lock in. Oh, yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna, it's gonna be... All I'm saying is this. It's gonna be a lot more interesting than I think more people do. You know, it's gonna be... It ain't gonna be no blowouts. No, I don't. I'm on this. What's thing. a blowout? Like, ain't nobody gonna be by, like, 40, 50 pounds. Like, it's gonna... If you beat me, it's gonna be by... 10 or less. Ah, okay. So we'll see what happens. But I, no, I'm really say, ready for it to be over, though. Yeah, I want to go back to eating filth. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's move on along. But no, I want to say this, too. So uh, and before we go to the next thing on the dock, I want to talk to you about something personal that happened. Why? Almost relapsed. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Why do you always wait to have these conversations on the podcast? Because we this, this, this is our family, and I feel like it's healing and growing with our community, and these are just big moments, but you while you were in Mexico, relapsed. Yes, I almost relapsed. What? No, it was very, very... I had to pour out a bottle of alcohol. How did you Literally. come in contact with a bottle of alcohol? Okay, so let me tell you what happened. So basically what it was, it was when we had just got off the road right before you went to Mexico, right, at, right around after we took Josh to dinner. I don't know what oh, happened. the Hawaii dinner. So then I'm like, okay, because you know, we, when you're an alcoholic, that's the thing that you have to, that's even the main reason why I'm even bringing this up because there's anybody that's struggling, they need to know this about recovery. Yeah. So your mind learns you better than anybody. Okay. So my mind starts to think, as soon as, it, I, I, this is something I didn't tell you about either. I started daydreaming about relapsing. Like three or four days in a row, I was just like, the things that I would say, like, oh, I just messed up, or I was stressed out, and I was just like that. So it wasn't like I was... You were giving yourself excuses? In my dreams, in my daydreams. I was just like, why am I... So it wasn't like I was like, oh, I want to drink. It was, I was was having dreams of me explaining why I drank. Mm. And it was just weird. But anyway, so when you guys left, your mind knows how to play. So then my mind's like, man, everybody's gone, man. You deserve this. You've been working, man. Just have one drink. Nobody's around. Nobody's even going to notice. Mind you, like, I, like... I'm still a very, I'm still very much a baby, even though I'm 571 days sober. I'm still a baby and learning so how to deal with this and learning how to deal with my feelings. So it just starts hitting me. You're like a one-year-old baby of alcoholism. Absolutely, I'm an infant. Absolutely. So it's I already an have a way to think about it. I already have a contingency yeah. plan of what I'm gonna do if it ever starts hitting me. Now, mind you, it's at 1:45 in the morning. Hits me. I'm emotional. I'm crying. I'm just like, and this is how my mind starts flipping. It's like nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. It was like. 
there's a bottle of alcohol in the in the freezer. My roommate had left a bottle there because I'm just, you know how I am now. Like, I don't be tripping, you can drink around me. And he had went out of town. So then it's there, so then it's like, there's a bottle there. So now I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a bottle in the house, there's a bottle in the house. I have three people that I'm supposed to call. Mm-hmm. One is Justin, call my boy Justin, he ain't answer. I was about to call you. You're the second person, I was just like, I, I, I was just like, I don't want to ruin Kev's trip if I don't have to, because I just know we care about each other that you might have tripped. No, but listen, so I was like, let me at least see if I can get through this. No, 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 don't, but listen. Right. Don't you but listen. I'm just in Mexico chilling. I know, but nah, I just... Nah, nah, man, it's a life or death situation. You, you call me. I almost you did. You text me. I almost did. I would have, if I would have got to that point, I would have. But you, listen, you know, you let I me got tell you. No, no, you don't, you aren't trying to rush me off the phone. <laughs> you don't have to wait till you almost get to that point. Right. You like Kevin, man, I'm tripping, bro. I could have Bro, called. you hit me on the I'm tripping. You don't have to have it in your hand like, hey, Kevin, it's you or the bottle. You right. call me when you start tripping. You call Josh, you call Liz, Tony to here, you right. Jay, Sabrina. I got family. You got here. all type of people right. who will be who, just, just hit that, just hit that so, group. That hit group the real comedians, bro. Hit somebody hit group chat. Bro. No, yeah. You hit that but chat. See, no, but, that, that, but see, that's the nah, thing. Nah, you listen to me. Don't you ever think. I got don't you ever think. The mics. I don't care about the mic, Joshua. This is his life. Don't you ever think I'm too busy for you. You hug me. You hear me? I'm always answer for you. But let me tell you what happened. So then I go through it, right? So then I'm like, I'm sorry. All right, you got it. So then I'm like, all right, don't, you're here. Like, cause you put, you practice for this, you get ready for it. So I'm just like, all right, man, you're here. So I was like, go get the bottle out of the house right now. Mm. You gotta get the bottle out of the house. So I went and I grabbed the bottle and I held it in my hand with a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm looking at it, I'm just like, and I like vision myself drinking, I open it, I pour it out. I'm like, all right, cool. Then I go back in the room. Mind you, this all started at 145. This feel like this has been going on for hours. I get back to the room, it's 151. So I'm just like, this is very important to think to, to for what I'm about to tell you next. So then I'm just like, just go buy another bottle. That's what I hear in my mind. Go Dang. buy another bottle. Let me tell you what I did. I sat down. I grabbed my debit card because I didn't have any cash in the house. And I had my scissors just like this. And I said, if I try to get up out of this chair before 2 o'clock, because 2 o'clock is when they stop selling alcohol, alcohol mm. in California, I was like, cut this card. I was like, all right. So I just sat there. A minute past 152, I was just like, and I started breathing. And I started talking to myself like, you're good, you're, you're just having a moment. Chill mm. out, relax, your life is good. Everything is good, you're fine. You're gonna get through this, you're good. Put the car down, put the car down. Put the scissors down. It was 156, I was just like, I breathed, I prayed it out, went to sleep. Got the, <laughs> got the. My heart is beating fast yeah, right now. Exactly. And you're telling a story that happened in the past. Yeah, so it was, I, but I say all that to say because I know that we get excited and like, you know what I'm saying? We always celebrate the milestones of wins, but maintenance of addiction is important. And they always told us this in rehab, everybody got it until they don't. So you can't Everybody ever get- plan until you get punched in the exactly. mouth. Exactly, so you can't ever. So then I always have to remember like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm 571 days sober, but at the end of the day, this is something I have to do for the rest of my life. I can't ever get too cute or too confident. It's like, nah. So yeah, man, I'm at this. That's, so. That is- But just know though, if I would've felt like I was gonna get to that point and I was gonna crash, I was gonna ever. call you. I got you. I, I just, am never too busy. Man, I love you, man. But for real, man, like, I feel like I'm proud of, well, obviously I'm proud of you, but right, right. having that like, the thing that I think being an alcoholic robbed you of was feeling your feelings Absolutely. and coping mechanisms. Absolutely. Everybody has something they do when they feel bad. Right. You know, I, you, you, when you were 400. It was eating. It was eating. And yeah. I didn't have no transition. I went straight from eating, and then when I had weight loss surgery, that was taken away. Then it went right to alcohol. Yeah. So I never found a different thing to do. So the ability for you to, okay. Breathe it out. Let me talk this out. And, your, bro, your mind is dangerous. Whew. Oh my God, it knows you very well. It knows everything about Man, you. That's why you can't lie to yourself. You can, bro, it's like, it's you. It's you. Now, you can BS the world. Everybody. But you talking to yourself, bro. bro. Like, I be saying stuff out loud, and deep down inside, I be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I you, tell know. People, you tell people you, what you think they want to hear, exactly. what you think represents you well. No, somebody but said, you can't BS somebody, yourself. I heard a very profound statement. Somebody says, a person's a person's actions will show you who they are, and a person's words will show you who they want to be. Mmm. Very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened with that weight loss challenge. You were like, I'm gonna beat you, Kev. Exactly. Then you were eating a steak and burgers and cheese, but I'm like, I'm gonna beat you, Kev. Like, Joe Boy, you just keep saying that. <laughs> you said that to me one day, yeah, like, like, no, but you have burgers and fries in your You were head. eating, and this week in particular, right. you were going ham. But you were like, no, but it's whatever. Like, you can keep saying that. Yeah, but if you don't exactly. Do the, the, if you don't do the work for it, it never lies. It never, the work cannot be 
glossed over. You can't uh, skip yeah. past it, especially no with weight loss and alcoholism. Mm. You have to, and that's, I think, important for you to realize you never win. Mm. You win that battle mm. every day. It exactly. ain't a, it ain't a you war. You win that practice. You exactly. win it's, that. You won that that 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you should take solace in Absolutely. that. Like, bro, I, I won that 20, bro. That's that the one, one was, thing that I, do, I did take away from it. I was just like, as far as just growing and just starting to mature, it's just like, all right, when it gets tough, you're okay. Like, you're okay. Like, you passed it. But it's I- amazing that that's what, that, that's why I think you need to go back to therapy. I'm actually going to be going back to Because therapy. you are getting back to the, the core reasoning of your alcoholism right. was always those feelings of abandonment mm-hmm. and issues. And all we did is go on vacation. And you're just like, <laughs> God, <laughs> we literally were gone on Saturday. I don't go this trip. Okay. <laughs> but no, like it's just, I mean, we're joking about it, but you know, and you have to be able to. I'll be able to make me go. Uh, right. no. I didn't tell you, that trip wasn't, it wasn't a trip you could just pick up. It was an all inclusive resort. Oh, yeah. All right, no, so that was that price there. tag was oh, you. No, Even didn't. me and Liz had to leave. Hold up. We sure want to go? We had to start putting someone on it last year. That was a put we'll someone. Take that. Just put it away. Listen, man, when keep. I saw that price, bacon start sizzling. <laughs> I saw that price, like. Ah! It popped on the chest. So know. all the foods included. <laughs> that, that's what just kept happening. I don't have to buy anything, right? Everything's included. So toilet paper. <laughs> mm. So ah. even in entertainment, they're like everything at the resort. Mm. <laughs> everything. <laughs> and you know I'd be going ham, yeah. but I saw the price. I was like, now what part of Mexico is it in? <laughs> How secure is the facility? What birthday is this of the friend we're going? So with? it wasn't just like we went to Port La, right. Doughboy pull up. But here's but no, the thing, but, though, that's important. Though, yeah, you because have to you're learn not your always going to be able to exactly. go. You're not in it. Whatever it is, you're going to have to be able to be like, all right. Look, Here we go. Yeah. When, what am I? Because I remember you were telling me one time. I think you learned this a while ago. You were like, "All right, uh, holidays mess yes. you up because mm-hmm. everybody's doing this and you don't have right. a holiday." So you're like, "Okay, bet." I realized, oh, it was single day Mayo. Yes. Because you were like, you thought it would have been uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving, which right. is the same thing I thought. Mm-hmm. And you realize it's not that because that's not a party holiday. Exactly. But the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. single day Mayo, drinking holidays, drinking holidays I is where you got off of Instagram just because it was. But now you know that. Exactly. So now you know, okay. This is a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And you know that abandonment issues are. So now what your therapy can do is help you start to understand that mm-hmm. those core issues. Mm-hmm. If you can get the core issues part about you and you understand your thinking about that. And I think a reason we don't go to therapy is we're afraid to learn the true depths of ourselves. And you got to come to therapy Melissa, too. I, We've been talking I'm about talking this. I'm talking about you. I'm talking right. about me. Exactly. And this is what I was just about to say about myself. That stuff with my real dad, mm-hmm. bro, that stuff is in, uh, uh, you know, them Russian dolls. Voodoo? The, no, Russian dolls. The ones, the, the, the ones nutcrackers. No, 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 no. The it's, one I don't know what they're it's called. The ones where they're smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh, the eggs and you yeah, open them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me with that. Wow. Like, my dad wasn't there. Ah, I'll just <laughs> and I'll be funny. Now nobody will ever know. And then I'll be funny. <laughs> and, and, and my real dad wasn't there. I'll say that. And even though it makes me sad, people will laugh. And they'll be uncomfortable. <laughs> That's and then That's he comes back in my life. He bought me some shoes. He does the only thing I'm worth some Nike. Hey, so I'm and my real dad is there. I call him dad to make my real dad feel bad. My Russian dog, twenty five feet tall. And you have to address those things. Yeah, because if not, they'll address you. And you'll come back, and you'll be, and it'll it'll manifest itself in other ways. In different ways, absolutely. And it's really important to take care of yourself, and mm-hmm. it's really important to take care of your credit. That is very true. And our friends at Lightstream are here to help <laughs> us out. Did you know that the average interest rate on a credit card debt is over nineteen percent APR? Mm. Have you ever looked at your interest rate? Have you? The listener, the viewer? Probably not. Did you know consolidating debt into a low fixed income, I'm sorry, a low fixed rate can save you thousands of dollars in interest? A credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off high interest credit cards. Me and Melissa got out of debt, credit card debt about four years ago, Mm -hmm. and our first step was a low interest debt consolidation loan. Because you took something with high interest rate revolving, Mm -hmm. which the interest rate is so high, if you put that same amount on it, you never seem to get it down, Mm -hmm. and you fix that, and it's all... So then you you pay that off, and then you... You consolidate it into a lower APR, and you put money on it, you're able to actually knock it down. And Lightstream can get you a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay, much lower than the national average interest rate on a credit card. And you can get a loan from $5,000 to a hundred thousand dollars, one hundred thousand with absolutely no fees. The application is a hundred percent online, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Livestream believes that when you have good credit, you deserve a low rate and great service, and I. Uh, 
agree. Livestream is giving a special offer just for our listeners. Apply today at livestream.com slash RR. And get an additional interest rate discount. That's livestream.com slash RR for an additional discount. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M. EAM.com slash RR. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit livestream.com slash RR for more information. There we go. All whole. And yeah. speaking of women who are married to high profile men and then one half, Robert <laughs> De Niro. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Let's about talk it. Let's talk about it. I know it why now. you want to bring this up. Come on. So, Robert De Niro was married to his wife mm. for 17 years. I didn't realize it was that long. So, but and it was a black woman. A black woman. And he, but to be honest, Robert De Niro has been famous for probably 40 years. He did Raging Bull. Actually, maybe more than that. Yeah. Was Raging Bull in the 70s or 70s, 80s? 70s, yeah. That's he's a taxi so driver. Yes. He's been around for a minute. So he, he didn't just get my whole life. That's 36. Okay. So I want to I want to say this correctly. Now, first of all, I want you to give me your initial thoughts while I pull up the facts on this so I don't want to come off as wrong or whatever. Let's talk about the they already so they did have a prenup. Mm, okay. Prenuptial agreement. And she, she was, was like entitled nah. to 6 the $6 million penthouse in New York right. and $1 million a year right. in alimony. For as long as she does live. Hold on one second. Because I want to pull That this. was her. A million dollar salary just Million dollar in? alimony. You think that's lump sum? Or you think that's uh... I don't know. Probably paid monthly. Usually alimony is paid monthly. She's got a certain lifestyle. So she had. Now, to me, that's just ridiculous. So she was. Wait, she could get a million a year? So here's the thing that you got to understand about alimony. Okay. And child support. Okay. It's about maintaining the lifestyle you were accustomed to when you were with that person. Mm-hmm. It's a percentage of your income. So Kevin Hart's child support is based off his income. If his income is $80 million and child support is 20% of that, then it's going to seem higher than, you know, my child percent. My, right. If I had to pay child support because I don't make $80 million. So right. it's the same percentage, mm-hmm. but the dollar amount is higher. And that's the same thing for alimony. She's been married to Robert De Niro almost 20 years. That's a but lifestyle. But you can't live off a million dollars a year with a $6 million. So I can maybe give you that if you had to pay to, for your place of living. So if your place is cool, you get a six million dollar house, and you you say you can't live off a million dollars a year. Now you want half, bro. I want see. This is what I be talking about because I know that I come off. I know that I come off as bitter. I come off as bitter and and a bunch of you know whatever. And I like like I don't understand this. You come off as butter. But that's my thing. It's like. This is what I don't understand about it. I'm like, if we're in a relationship and it just don't work, I shouldn't have to pay to get out. Now, if there is a, a lifestyle that you become accustomed to, cool. So but you're this, cool with the million? I'm good with the million. Even though you I feel cool. like, in my mind, like, uh, okay, what are you doing for your own money? Do they, they have kids together? Mm-hmm. So, so whatever. So you get a million dollars. All right, now you're saying, no, that ain't enough. I want half this man's money. Mm-hmm. That's cool? Mm-hmm. Now I'm telling you, man, like... I, my thing is... Now, she wasn't with him from the beginning, which was what I usually base my stuff on. Right. And she signed the prenup. And I feel like I'm Why can't you just live up to your prenup? I don't understand that. Like, why? A million. And I, it's like the Netflix thing with Monique. Right. It, it's hard to get the average person to be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's I, I get it. Because we, if I got a million dollars, I'd be like, bet. Because we never have that type of money. A year, and I get that. So that's what I'm saying. When it, so when, so when that's why you I want her to Uber around when she's been driving private? They probably have a driver. You want her to kitchen Uber see, that's, X? But see, that's the thing that I be hating. But see, that's the thing that I feel like it's the problem with marriages. I don't have a problem with two people coming together and two unions or whatever. I would feel the same way if this was a woman and this was a dude trying to get her money. It's just I have a problem with the things that you worked for by yourself to earn and attribute yourself. Now I got to give up a percentage or half of it to get out of this thing with you. That's just... That's that's madness. That's, this is madness. <laughs> so that means he got to ask him. So now this is, what, this is what he has to do now. He has to spend money of to his go to, to go to court to say you bugging. No, would, you can't have half. Would you go for half if it were you? No. The woman. I, I have a high set of standards that I live by and integrity. I do. I don't break those for people. I... <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I think that's my shoe game. That was classics. It's ice. You put this on your wrist when it's spraying. Let me turn it over to the good side. Oh, yeah. Get the traffic the side. Gold side. But no, I wouldn't do that because I would never want nobody to do that to me. And that is a code that I govern my, myself by. I don't want to do anything to somebody that I wouldn't want somebody to do to me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that. Do, do you agree with this woman? No. What if she gets it? You going, Are you finally going to come over to this side? If she gets it, I'm going to be like, nah, y'all. That's, I think the whole prenuptial agreement should preclude her from receiving that. And that's just that, that that's his reality now. He got to spend money. But that's what happens when you're rich and famous. Do I feel bad for Robert De Niro because he got to spend some more money to defend five hundred million dollars? No, you gonna be all right. That's the price of fame. He's gonna be fine. That's if he spends it's not ten like million, he takes everything and everything he worked for is gone. That's another. You think he's gonna be taking an Uber? Robert I De Niro just, taking an Uber. I just think that is just even tough. if he gave her half. Even let's say he lost, he still got two hundred fifty million. Oh, I'm not that, saying he should lose, nor do I agree. Right. I'm just saying, if he spends five million You're saying your heart bleeds for him, whatever with him. So, I But mean, I get it. But, that, but, that's, but, but what about a guy who's making 105K a year, and now she don't want the 6K a year, and she wants half of that 100K? I would, I would feel You see what I'm saying? Him, so yeah. it's all relative to how you look like. That's his money that he worked for. You it's their work. money. They were married. I'm always going to have that same He wasn't opinion. married. But speaking <laughs> of ex-boyfriends that need to get over it, Chris Brown, Christop- Christopher, Christopher, I'm going to call him Christopher for this segment. Christopher, because I believe you are one of the most talented, iconic people of our generation, I do feel like you get railroaded a lot for some mistakes that you made as a youth, and I don't feel like that's fair for anybody. I feel like you paid your debt to society. I feel like people should move on from those things. That's just how I feel personally. But, bro, you got to chill. You, you are starting to sound... To stop it. Like there's something wrong with you, sir. Stop. Like, so if you guys don't know, he basically went on Karushi. Karushi put up a... Without, Karushi is his ex-girlfriend. They've been broken up for a long time. Bro, she, it's been like years, years now. Years. Right. It's been years. It's been years now. Yeah. So, enough. So, <laughs> enough. <laughs> this really bothered you. <laughs> Bro, enough. So let me tell you what, let me tell you what she did. So he, she basically posted a picture of her and her new boo, Victor Cruz. And he goes on the page under the picture and starts roasting him. Yeah, so he needs to style him. He's a stylist. Da, da, da. Then, he, then he tweets. No, no, let's back up. Uh, you, Chris Brown has a clothing line. Right. Trash. You don't like Black Diamonds? Black Pyramid? Black Pyramid, you don't if like If he it? was styled and all that, I'd be like, you need to style him, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Black Pyramid looks like skater, rapper, I never, I never worn that. I, I no, ain't man, because you built like a circle. You can't wear Black Pyramid. <laughs> but it's not like you got like you got the best clothing in the world. Right, so but for you to be talking about, oh, really, Josh? You have to pill off in the corner for that. <laughs> but, bro, it's like, bro, can you imagine how... Uh, it's like this he's is infuriating to you, bro. Don't. It's like, actually, it's actually a very toxic form of yes, control. Yes, man. Even, even if it wasn't Chris Brown, if your ex is still in your comments years after, like, what are you doing? New, new, then like, oh, I'm just playing. But not really, though. It's like, and then he tried to, use, and then he tried to say he got hacked. It's like, okay, now you're just making bro, us mad. Bro, he needs to let it. That's go. very unhealthy. Very let unhealthy. it go. Let it go. Stop. Don't be that guy. Like, I, I feel so. I feel I'm, bad. For, it's like embarrassment. By by a, a, a Jason embarrassment. I'm like, bro, will you Jason stop, embarrassment man. Like, like you, it's funny. creepy. It's, it's, it's weird. It's it's. it's weird. And then he, put, he put a post up like uh, he was like, is it weird to still be thinking about your ex years later? No, but four or five years later, and you're commenting on posts. Well, here's my thing, though. It feel it feels like some sort of like it bleeds out of love and like heartbreak into mm. like ownership. Yes. Like, how dare you move on? And be happy with your be life. Without me, I give you permission to be happy. Right. That's toxic. You got chill. Bro, like, he got a whole baby. He got a career. You're a millionaire. You're, you know, just a great just person in general from what I can see. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing? I feel like he's a good guy. I don't, you know, don't look at me like that. I feel like he made some mistakes. I feel like that was wrong. I feel like he is currently making mistakes. Yeah, that is that. No, you're making my point for me. So that's what I'm saying, Chris. You got people like me that want to support you and be like, yo, he's changed. And you get when you do stuff like this, people can easily say, but look at this. Yeah, uh, it's just like, bro, you uh, you've got to. You've got yes. to, you got you to, you got to let heal. that go. You need to heal. You need to. You need to crump yourself into a therapist's <laughs> office. Open up the door, <laughs> sit down. However you got to do that. If you got to backflip, front flip into the therapist's office, do what you got to do. But, but this ain't it, Chief. 
Bro, like, you, you, it's just, chill. you know everybody's watching and stuff. Like, you know he probably been blowing her up and texting. Like, let her go. She had a restraining order on him for a while. Yeah, Cassie moved on, and Diddy just congratulated. It's interesting, the Cassie thing, because... That was he, tough. That was different, though. Yeah. Because apparently yeah. she is having a child with the trainer that he had got for her. Uh, uh. I wonder if they were using Noom. <laughs> 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 All right, so, um, but shout out to Chris Brown. No, um, shout out to him. Return the shout out. Return the shout out. Unshout out. Unshout out. Whisper Chris Brown. Leave that baby, leave that dude alone. Like, oh my God. Because gosh. when he gets provoked, it just, everything escalates. It's like, it's the worst, man. We just, I just want what's best for the guy, man. I feel like he's a young guy, the whole life ahead of him. I feel like he's like the closest, Chris? I feel like he's the closest that we have to Michael Jackson. As far as performer, singer, as dancer. Then, yeah. But you like Chris Brown gravy, that's all. <laughs> Shut up. But speaking <laughs> of rappers goodness. from Chicago that are millionaires and doing the most inexplicable things. We were just talking about that, yeah. Uh, Little Dirk. Little Dirk. And I, now, mind you, I know Little Dirk. Josh, please cue the footage. I personally know Little Dirk. This isn't your food. It just looks like your food. It's twin. It's the second time my food been missing. Man, well, this is the first time I've heard about it. I want to help you find the assailant. You got my name on it. No, no, no. That's that's how I spell Doughboy. It's like Caribbean. I was eating Caribbean food, uh, so no, I spelled no, it man, in Caribbean. Took my food, man. Well, you ever see that? Nah, no, you no, shooting no. a video with your little jerk is not. I, I, I need that video. You in there. shot that video a video with Regina Hall, which, by the way, I've watched the dad joke. It kind of stunk it up with her. What? Now I see why she didn't respond to the deal. What? She was just looking at. She was staring right through you. No, but did you see how she initially she laughed at my jokes? I don't remember that. She looked at me. Well, she, you're across from her. She touched right? my hand. And don't you already know why you're nervous, because if the stars and everything's aligned, I may be in very close proximity with Regina Hall in the very I near actually, future. I've always said you had a chance to be with Regina if Hall. If I see her. I believed in her. I believed in you and her from the beginning. But she's on the clock. Regina, if you are listening, 821. That's why I turned 40. You my life's going to change. One of years is dropping. You got one of years I'm going to beat you in the weight loss. You got the weight loss challenge you're going to lose. And then Regina Hall. You got Regina Hall. What if you get them all? What if you're marrying Regina Hall on 821? Come on, man. I'll pay for the $1,000 wedding. But that, I'll, I'll send you and her to Vegas on a Southwest flight. <laughs> but no, so. But no, I might be seeing Regina very soon and I'm going to pull up. But Little Dirk. Let's talk about Little Dirk really quick. Then we can wrap this up. Little Dirk. Very, very successful dude. Um, rapper. He had got arrested for attempted murder, mm-hmm. and then he went and turned his, hair, his, his himself in with a very questionable hairstyle. But that's neither here nor there. He had like gold twist in his hair, whatever. So he turned himself in. He did a he did an interview like I'm innocent of these things. They try to paint me the wrong way. I don't appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, man, they try to railroad another rapper. The D. So then Don't his lawyer. Be on academics page. You know just, that. Do you be commenting? Absolutely. Aww. He's like my bro. That's my broski. So then they go to court. Just quit looking at your phone and stay engaged. Sorry. Then he, uh, they go to court and the lawyer's like, come on, baby, man. Let my guy little Dirk get some bail, man. He ain't no threat to society. He's a rapper, baby. He ain't trying to act like these animals. They said, your honor, we have videotape of little Dirk shooting a man five times Running his pockets. Uh, after the shooting? Yes, they're trying to enhance him on gang enhancements, robbery charges, and they, ha- they have a tape and they have witnesses. Why so they is have Lil pe- Dirk shooting and robbing people still? What, what What I about don't. the rapper? Is he not making rap money? I don't know. I don't know why that would, even if he wasn't, I don't know why that would have been a good solution to getting it. You don't just, just shoot a guy. Just, Where was he at? In Atlanta. Robbing people? And shooting at five o'clock in the morning. So yeah, it five don't, o'clock in the morning. It don't look good. I'll be doing some robbing. So he's <laughs> no, you be eating some ramen. <laughs> this But uh, um, <laughs> caught him between the gloves. You want you want to run him No, the funny thing about that is, I was on Postmates uh, last night looking at all the ramen in Atlanta. I was like, man, ramen. Was, uh, ramen just doesn't Postmate well. No. Because you have to build it well. Pho, ramen. You, so I'd be like, man, I want to go there. Yeah. So I feel like you were in my head because I love ramen. Remember when ADD we used to go to that ramen place all let's the time? Let's just call off this weight loss bet. Come on, man. Let's just go eat together, man. I'll offer you this. I'll okay. offer you a settlement. I'll offer you a settlement. I'll let you settle out of car right now for 300 bucks. 300? 300 right now. I'll, I'll let you out of it's the deal. It's all wax right now. How long do I have to decide? Before the next Rice and Ratchet episode. 
$300. I'll let you off right now for $300. Okay, I will give it some stuff. I can sit no more small like that. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's not. I guess it's not. Then we can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about the money. Like, yeah, you go to New York tomorrow. <laughs> you know, in New York, I was always like, no, this is what I was telling myself. You're going to go there, drink this juice, and work out for four you hours a day. Do four hours a day. Thing, though, you don't understand. <laughs> I was prepared. I the told stuff you do, it is not sustainable. I know. That is, first of all, juicing, even doctors and weight loss people tell you, Juicing as a thing is a two, three-day max thing. You cannot do that for longer than two or three months. No, it's not healthy. <laughs> even in people who do that, there's a dude at ADD who did that. Uh-huh. He lost 80 pounds, something like that, in like three months. But he was drinking only juice and water. Mm-hmm. But then he started fainting. And his doctor was like, bro, you can't, you can't do that for that long. You have to eat. That's what I was telling. Yeah, I and I was worried lightheaded. you were gonna start doing stuff. Yeah, I felt lightheaded yesterday. I was like, hey, I did push. you? Uh, you, you bro, you, <laughs> and if you like juice, this, you're not yes. supposed to work out. And you're juicing and working out. That's that's not healthy. You're not supposed to go. If you're juicing as like a cleanse, mm. the first thing they tell you, if you're Rest. gonna juice, do not work out because mm. that extreme amount of uh, workout plus the juicing, you're gonna be end up like Martin Lawrence. What happened to my life? Remember, he's running through the streets crazy. You're gonna be oh, all yeah. on the loony bin. You're gonna go to New York for a week. Yeah. And drink juice every day is not gonna happen. Picture <laughs> pizza. I had to do it. <laughs> exactly. And that's my biggest fear that I'm gonna just be restricting myself for so long, and then at the time when we let the air out the tire, it's gonna be. <laughs> that's what, that's why you you always like Kendall. You go eating that one thing, like bro. It's in my plan right. to do something sustainable. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat some. St- when I go to New York, bro, I'm I'm eating a slice. I'm going to halal, guys. Halal, bro. Right. Remember fifty six and third. Bro, no, I remember what happened last time we were at the halal cart. I was all in my feelings because I was like, me and Cav's one real argument that we got into. Cav, I, it was, I was dealing with some girl. Then you don't want to tell this story. Huh? You don't want to tell I'm this story. story. No. Just leave it for a bonus. No. Save, Save it for a bonus. <laughs> you, you can only tell that story for family. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's your family. You, yeah. Everybody on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That's, that's uh, right pack only. I'm going to definitely strongly consider your $300 offer. I'll let you set out on the court. All right, cool. <laughs> See if you can get to hearing on this room. You don't have to. I'll let, no you plead, I'll let you plead no contest to the man. I don't really think about it. because I'll let you plead no contest. I'm just sitting there like, oh. And you don't got to pay until the 21st. Oh, man. You're you a payment plan. You a dollar day. You can get 50 once a week. All right, we're going to think about it. We'll let you guys know next week. But thank you guys for another installment of Righteous Ratchet. I have been Doughboy. Righteous Ratchet. Kev on stage. We love you guys. Peace.